Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dudley. And today I have a special guest, Cassandra Byler on. Um, welcome, Cassandra. Cassandra and I met Actually, we were kind of pulling this going backwards in time and thinking it was on Instagram. However, we actually realized then she was living in Tennessee, but she actually grew up very close to where I grew up one town over um, and went to high school with my some of my siblings. And so now she's back in the area and I can see her in real life. And I'm super excited to have her on today because we're going to be talking about um not settling for the norm and kind of living outside of this little box that society creates for us. And so welcome, Cassandra. Do you want to go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So as Candace said, we're from small towns. Um, I grew up on a farm, 3,500 people in the town. Um, And I was an only child and I never really knew what I wanted to do like with my life, I wanted to move somewhere warm because I hated Minnesota winters. So that was kind of like my big goal. And so I did that when I turned 18, 19, I moved to Arizona for a few months and then eventually I moved to Tennessee. I went to culinary school eventually. Um, I ended up in Knoxville, Tennessee, and just kind of all over the place. And now, yeah, we're back in in Plainview, little old Plainview, Minnesota. <laughs> and what kind of um, things are you up to these days? I know you're a mom of two littles and you have pets. And what kind of things are you doing for like, I want to, I don't want to say like just a job because uh, that's kind of the point of this episode is that we want to just kind of break that mold of you don't have to have just maybe one thing like I'm going into a year now of taking a leave from teaching so I don't get to just say I'm a teacher the simple short answer there's a longer thing to it so tell me your your answer to that yeah I I just I'm an Enneagram seven. So I just love doing anything new or different, or I just, I have all kinds of crafts and activities. I love to do I love gardening. We do volleyball on Tuesday nights. We, um, I'm doing the farmer's market. So on Wednesday nights, either my mom or I are manning that we bake for that. Eventually my whole idea was to do flowers and bouquets and stuff. So, um, I had never done that before, so it didn't quite work out how I was expecting, but, um, would I just kind of like pivoted and my mom and I both love baking. So we've been baking and selling like crazy, um, doing macrame, uh, and just yeah staying busy with the kids trying like we went to the zoo this past weekend it's just it's always crazy busy and then yeah I have a full-time nine to five so yeah there's it's a lot perfect so I I reason I wanted you to share that is because I feel like you know I'm in a similar boat to like like we've said not just being a teacher anymore so we're moms 
Um, I have been into flipping furniture as of late, and I like to um, do my podcast, obviously, and my coaching, accountability coaching, all the things. And so um, seeing how that kind of fits together is interesting. But I think there's times when society makes us feel like this is wrong. And I know that you and I have talked, Cassandra, and um, has there been times that you have questioned that this is the right path for you? Because um, you know, what society has thrown at you as like, we're not supposed to like do all five of these things at once. Like really you should just pick one thing or go get a nine to five or whatever and do the standard normal thing. Have you questioned that before? Absolutely. Like I definitely right now I'm really looking at the future and like financially and stuff. I don't have like a crazy pension or like 401k you know, but I'm working on those things. Um, that's, and then just kind of feeling judged. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's not like normal, but at the same time I sat down, I've been, you know, for the last few years, really diving into personal development and figuring out what did I love to do as a kid and what do how can I incorporate that into my life? So I loved being outside and that's where the gardening comes in. I loved, um, baking with my grandmas or my mom or being in the kitchen. So like that has, um, brought the farmer's market up. And so just trying to incorporate these things into my life and just kind of deciding like, this is my life. I'm going to choose to live it this way. And I'm going to be happy, make sure my family's happy. And if that doesn't look the same way as it, as, as for you, like, that's okay. But I just, if anything, I just want to encourage people to do the same, like find one thing that you used to do. And like, even if it's just go fly a kite, like I told Dan a while ago, like, I don't remember if I ever flew a kite as a kid, like go do that. Like find something that you can incorporate into your life to bring a little bit of joy Mm. back into it. Yeah. I love that. I like how you mentioned, um, you know, like there, there was this piece of like thinking about what other people are thinking, or maybe it's not what other people deem normal for you, but that's okay if it's different for them and it's different for you. And I think that's the main point of this episode is, just taking that pressure off that if that's how it looks for you in this season, that's okay. And I also like how you mentioned, you know, with the whole flowers, at the farmer's market, and that's what the first vision was, but then you had to shift. And I think we don't, we, I like that word. Cause I think sometimes we like throw the word failure on it instead versus like, Hey, let's just shift this and adjust. Like now, you know, for next time, what it will take to get the flowers or, you know, or like grow the flowers and whatnot, but you shifted and you also found out, Hey, actually this worked really well too. And so instead of trying to like, just throw in the towel, it's finding ways to shift and adjust. And so I love that. Um, what are things you mentioned doubt and stuff from other people, but what are other things to look out for? Um, whether it's like outsiders opinions or, um, you know, what can be hard about this? Do you think like choosing all these different things or, or, um, having a lot on your plate at once, like what can be hard about that? I mean, it's definitely just a struggle shuffling everything, but, um, honestly, just working on yourself and having that belief in yourself. Um, 
it's taken a long time to build that, but everyone's going to have an opinion about you and you're not going to know whether it's good, whether it's bad necessarily. Sometimes you will, but just like I say, doing what makes you happy and, um, you know, just trying to better yourself a little bit. Yes. I like that. Um, I think that whole personal development that working on your own mindset thing is huge. Um, I've talked about this before, but like, I think let's back up and say, how did you get to this point? Because for me, I like to share that. Yes. It looks like fun and glamorous, like, yay, she's leaving teaching. You know, this look on social media, you see people do this all the time. And it, it seems like it happens in a blink of an eye. And someone just had this whim one day and their business blew up and then they just go and leave. And that's what they do. But for me, it was three years of having conversations with my spouse and, and like reflecting with myself. And for a long time, it was like, Hey, when I, if I hit this dollar amount with my side business, then I can leave teaching. But then over the time, it kind of changed for us. And in the last year, we really started talking about, Hey, what's important to our family. Um, and we kind of came up with things like giving time back to our family. Um, my youngest is going to be home for her last year and wanting to, to kind of have that gift for the two of us to be home. And then, so it changed instead of being like this, Hey, when you hit this X, Y, Z, then you can leave teaching or take a break from it or see what happens. Um, and it changed for us because of those tough conversations and because of personal development and working on my own mindset. But like you said, it takes a while. It's not like I just got there. I did not have the, the belief, the confidence, the whatever you need to do this. Um, and for me, it took three years. And I'm not saying that's like how long it'll take everyone. I hope it takes you a lot less, but that's how long it took me. And I think that gives people like a, a something to tangible to take away like, oh, it took that long. So how long would you say it took you to be more comfortable with this idea? Because I know you jumped around from different nine to five jobs thinking like this, maybe this will be the one that I stick with and never change, right? How long did it take you to kind of get to this place where you're like, this is my normal and this is what I like and that's fine. I just have to touch for one second. I have to go back before I answer that question and just tell like what you said just being uncomfortable, like oh. finding confidence in that. And like, like, um, Josh Coates push coach, like mm -hmm. him just like telling you, like, if it makes you want to puke, like, just do it. Oh, like yeah. it, if, just finding that confidence because I mean, I still don't feel confident. I still don't feel great in what I do all the time, but it's just like, I'm just going to do it. Like just it, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, just doing it, just, just leaning into it. And yeah, I think that goes into my next question. Like, how do we overcome this like box that society puts out there for people to be in? And I think you're touching on it right now is just do it because action, you know, I like to say fail forward, or like you said, like, if it makes you want to puke, like lean in, that is your sign. If there's butterflies in the stomach, if you feel like throwing up when you have the idea, that's probably a clear cut sign that you should follow this, like chase the butterflies, that kind of thing. But how any other advice of, of just like, how do you overcome this? And how do you keep putting one foot in front of the other each day for this type of lifestyle? Just, yeah, I mean, I, like I say, I 
I never really know day to day what it's going to look like, but I, I just go with it. I'm comfortable in what I do. I'm confident that like, I can kind of do whatever. I feel like I've done so many things where it's like, I, I've learned so many things. I can just kind of pick up whatever I need to, but, and I just feel like there's so many opportunities too with the farmer's market. Something is going to come of this, something bigger than just like selling baked goods will come and just being out in the community and stuff, just finding that, that community and finding something that just brings a little bit more. I like that. I, I love that actually, because it's like having belief that the process, the path is um, greater than you are, or having belief that if you're brave enough to get on the path in the first place, like you'll be taken somewhere um, maybe like for a higher purpose or um, a, a greater good, some way to serve more people. And I, I think that that's where personal development comes in. That's where working on your mindset comes in because um, just trusting and having that deep belief that you have now of being able to follow that path, knowing that, yes, I want to go to the farmer's market, but hey, this might not be, I, this is my end goal right now. Like this is where I need to get to, but knowing that there might be doors that open that you're not even aware of, um, and kind of just believing that those doors are out there for us. Um, and they're out there for everyone really. And I, I hope everybody that's listening knows that, um, just keeping your, keep stretching your own comfort zones, because like Cass said, as you do, it's like, she was talking about little blocks of confidence, right. Are being built because you took so much action over the years and you've done all these kinds of jobs and different things. Now you just know that, that yes, I'm still going to be uncomfortable. Yes. It's not going to feel perfect all the time, but, um, you, you at least know that you have the belief and confidence in yourself and in your abilities to always figure it out. So for someone that is like in this boat of like wanting to change careers, or maybe even just like add to their list of things that they're doing, um, what advice would you have for them? If they're listening today and they're like, yep, this is me. I want to leave my nine to five, or I want to go to a farmer's market. I want to add something. I want to sell selling crafts on Etsy. What, what can they do? Of course, I'm going to tell you to just do it. Like, <laughs> of course you have to, like, I, I know it's scary. I 100% get it. Uh, but just go for it. Um, I, break it down into pieces. I've met with Candace as a coach and, um, you know, she really like helped me break things down as to like, okay, well, what do you actually need for the farmer? Do you need a tent? And it's like, okay, well, I guess I wouldn't, you know, like we just really broke it down and what do you actually need to make this happen? And is it time? Is it space? Is it energy? You know, what is it? And then, break it down a little further. How do you get that? You know, just, just really breaking it down and figuring out what it would take and just taking those itty bitty baby steps. Like, yeah, just the baby steps. What does it take to, to be at the farmer's market? Okay. I need to get a license. Okay. Well, got that in a couple of weeks. Okay. What else do I need? I need a table. I need a place to bake, you know, just, just finding those little things that that add up to what you really want to be doing or yeah, just adding that. like that little thing, not necessarily yeah. like changing your entire life, but just adding that, that little thing that you want. Yes. 
I, I love that. And if we could touch on your coaching session for a second too, I like that you brought that up. Like some of my other sessions are interesting because it's like maybe someone's working on their wellness. Well, yours was different because like I said, we're not fitting in this box. We're not fitting the norm. And so normally when I'd say, Hey, just pick one thing, like just pick one thing to work on right now. You don't want to have too many going on. Usually that's very overwhelming. If you try to drink water, change your um, nutrition up, get movement in, read personal. If you try to do all that at once, it's too much. And so I always say pick one, but for Cass's situation, this was different. So I like how you said we broke it down. Like we wrote down like farmer's market, garden. I think we had like all these categories. And then we said, what are the pieces in it? And like you said, we broke it down. We said, okay, you thought you needed a tent. Do you actually need a tent for this first year? Or do you just need a table? Like we broke it down so small that it was like, I think one of them was like, okay, ask your dad if you can use a piece of the, a, a little piece of the land on his farm for the garden. Like that was a check it off the list, you know? So like you said, break it down small, pick your thing that you're trying to add or what you're, where you're trying to get to and break it down so tiny that our brains aren't going to fight us on it because once it was in like, okay, get a table that's your brain's not like, whoa, wait, that's too scary. It's too much. It's like, no, just go get it. Find a table, right? It, it breaks it down and, um, it makes it more doable. So don't be afraid to take some time to, uh, like write these things out, reflect with yourself or with a, a close friend, or even go get a coach, um, or have a session like Cass did. So Cassandra, thanks so much for being here today. Um, if somebody wanted to find you, find out more about what you're doing, um, where could they, they get a hold of you? I am on Insta Instagram, Cass B underscore happy old soul. Um, and then on Etsy, I am crafts byler Cass. Perfect. So she'll have that in the show notes. It's kind of little fun words, but <clears throat> I love it. Yes. Like she said, I'll take that in the show notes and to our listeners go have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.